0: You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I am thankful that you have taken time to listen. This is the second year of my weekly podcast, and each episode is a mix of one of my personal stories music from a variety of Canadian artists, and concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy the episode, but sense God's deep love for you, and how your story can intersect with His. The title of this episode is, Being a Mom, Sort Of. Sometimes you get to do something you never thought you could do or would do. My family is really big. Okay, it is really, really big. And there are four living generations in it. So that means that I'm not only an aunt or a great aunt, but I am also a great, great aunt. As a matter of fact, my oldest great, great nephew is going to graduate from high school this year. How can that be possible? Well, when you had nine siblings, mostly older than you, who decided to have quite a few children, you end up with a large family. As with all families, my large family has a wide variety of people in it. And some are more than just family to me. They are dear friends as well. When I was renting out bedrooms to friends and some family, one of my family members, who is also a friend, found themselves in a very difficult and dangerous situation so much so that they needed to get out of their marriage quickly and find a safe place to live. As I had not only heard of their challenges, but also witnessed some of them firsthand, I sensed that offering my home as a safe place to live was what I should do. After some prayer and conversations with other family members, I decided to put the offer out, and to my delight, this family member took me up on my offer. However, there was an interesting twist to this offer. My family member had a very small baby in tow that would also come to live with me. Well, being a single person for my whole life and loving on children any chance I got, I figured this was an added bonus to the living arrangement. Upon arrival in my home, both my family member and the baby needed some time to adjust to their new living situation, and the reality of being a family of three, representing three generations, started to settle in for each of us. Initially, the baby was quite afraid of me, and I understood that due to all the trauma they had experienced, that this was a natural reaction. However, as time went on, the baby became quite attached to me, and we began to spend as much time together as possible. This attachment grew as the baby became a toddler, so much so that on days I would leave for work, the toddler would climb up on the couch and wave goodbye to me with a sad little face only to have them welcome me with a smile and giggles at the end of the day. Mornings began early with the toddler, and they would make their way to my bedroom door and knock several times. Sit down by the door, knock again, and then once I opened the door would want to come into bed with me. Sometimes we would just cuddle, other times I would read a story to them, or I would sing songs to them. Sometimes a diaper change was needed before any of those things could happen. As the toddler grew, there were traditions to establish in the home. Party suppers to celebrate life and our unique family of three. And these suppers included fancy napkins, interesting drinks, and candles being lit for great ambiance. After dinner, a game of tag or a dance party was the order of the evening, followed by getting ready for bed. Something that often would require both of us adults attending to the toddler. With my role being the one to read a story, give hugs and kisses, and then tuck the child into their bed. Since the child was curious and loved hanging out with me, another tradition established was having the child help me out. Whether it was with household chores, or in the garden, or in the yard when I was doing something to spruce up my place. It was delightful to see how as they grew older, their capacity to help also grew, and they were never too far from my presence sometimes even bumping into me while helping or observing what I was doing. This then would turn into lots of hugs, tussles, and kisses, making sure the child knew how loved they were. During this time of living with the child, I realized more and more that I often filled the role of a second parent to them and was thankful that God had arranged this season in my life, as I never had imagined being a parent of any kind due to the life I had chosen for myself. However, I so loved the opportunity to have a child in my home who I could love on and be a second parent to. The year the toddler was about to enter kindergarten, everything changed, and my family member met a wonderful person who was to become their spouse. The story of how they met and how they moved through their relationship to getting married is a story that only God could write. I was so excited for my family member— but incredibly sad about the fact that I was no longer going to have the two of them in my home, especially the child who I had come to love as my own. As all three of us prepared for the eventual departure of the two of them, I remember crying more than I had in a long, long time. The ache of seeing the child leave was so deep that I could hardly recognize myself. What had happened to me? Why couldn't I just rejoice with them for their new life and let them go? Well, the answer is because love for them, and especially the child, had grown huge and deep into my heart. I am sure there are many of you who are listening who get this huge and deep kind of love for someone. In my case, it was for a little child. They had completely taken up space in my heart, and now were no longer going to be with me. Isn't it interesting how love and grief sometimes get so intertwined that we feel both at the same time? That is what happened when they left my home. However, the beautiful thing is that they did not leave my life. Being a second parent was such a joy and privilege, even though it involved loss and grief, that I will never regret the decision to have the two of them come and live with me. The song Home by Steve Bell speaks of how this concept of home exists wherever Christ is. My prayer has always been that my house would be home to others because of the presence of Jesus by his Holy Spirit in my home.
1: There's a fire love that's burning the pages from my past and Jesus is a flame that makes them burn burn burn
0: and it sets
1: my heart to yearning remembering the task he's given me never An open door, the only way to find him What you waited? to the lord it's an open door the only way to find him what you're waiting for open up your The How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? A missionary traveled to a remote area in Paraguay only to find that the people had already heard all about Jesus on the radio. They were eager to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Media reaches every corner of the globe. Why not use it to spread the message of hope through Jesus Christ? To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com.
0: I can hardly believe that more than 15 years have passed since that lovely young child and I shared a home. I can hardly believe what an amazing young adult that young child has become. I can hardly believe that the young adult and I continue to have such a deep connection that no matter how much time goes by, when we do see each other, there is a love that connects us, which began when we lived together. The gift of having both the child and their parent live with me is one that continues to mark my life to this day and one I am grateful for. The gift was given to us all by the gracious hand of God and allowed us to be a family unit for four years that looked unlike other family units around us. Over my lifetime, I have come to realize that often God wants to gift us in ways we can't imagine and in ways that bring us joy in our life like we can't imagine. God gifts us out of his deep love for us And that includes gifting us with grace and mercy, as he did by sending his son Jesus to die on the cross for us. When I think of the day I had to say goodbye to the child, I thought my heart had been ripped out of my chest. Days later, I realized that the deep pain and sorrow I felt at that goodbye paled in comparison to God deciding to send Jesus to earth, to not only dwell among us, but to die for us. What a sacrifice and what a gift all rolled into one. In the book of 1 John, chapter 4, we read about God's love for us by sending his Son, and in turn how we can love one another. Let me read these verses from the New Living Translation. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And God has given us his Spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, That person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back each week to hear another episode. To keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and the website www.ascoopoflife.com, which is spelled A-S-K-O-O-P-O-F-L-I-F-E, not with a C like in a scoop of ice cream, but with a K as in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you, your thoughts on the podcast, any questions you may have, or things you would like me to pray about for you.